Sunrise and sunset, promise and fulfillment, birth and death. The whole drama of life is written in the sands of time. We present a new series of radio programs, The Clock. seen a ghost. I mean a real honest-to-goodness phantom, complete with translucent bedsheet and staring eyes, surrounded by a sickly greenish glow. Have you? Well, I've spent many a night in my niche above the sexton's bedroom window, watching the acres of tombstones in the graveyard below by the light of the silvery moon, checking off the witching hours without so much as even seeing a bony hand or chilling to the anguished wail of a tortured spirit. However, ghosts do exist for some people. Only to them it's known as retribution. It's good to get out of the city, isn't it? Mm, I'll say it is. You don't know what these afternoons mean to me, Vera. You don't know how insufferable it is for me to see you only once a week. <laughs> Vera. Yes? How long must this go on? How long must what go on? Uh, seeing each other on the sly this way. It isn't fair to either of us. Just what do you want me to do, George? You can get a divorce. If you tell your husband how we feel about each other, do I... Do you think I'm out of my mind? Is it too much to ask? You're very attractive, George. The last two months with you have been interesting. Interesting? Is that all it's meant to you? You know, it's meant a lot more. But after all, he does have money and a great deal of it. Sometimes you frighten me, Vera. Do I? You're so cold-blooded. About us. I'm afraid you don't completely understand me. Perhaps I don't. I hardly know my husband. We met two months ago and we were married inside of a week. Then, unfortunately, I met you. Unfortunately? Is that how you feel? Oh, Frank's unattractive. He's dull. But he's given me what I've always wanted. Beautiful clothes, home that other women envy. I could have been happy with Frank in a boring way if you hadn't come along. Then I have made a difference. Oh, a big difference, darling. I'm madly in love with you. Oh, Vera. What's your driving, darling? Oh, Vera, we've got to do something. We can't go on this way. That's what I've been thinking. Sooner or later, he'll get suspicious. And he'll divorce me. That won't be so good. Why not? Because he'd cut me off without a cent. Oh, is that all you think of, money? Oh, I also think of you. Very often. How nice it would be for us to see each other all the time. Not just a few hours each week. Well, there's only one answer. Yes. That's not what you imagine. Why stop here? What do you mean? It's not what I imagine. 
Well, I've planned it very carefully, George. All I need is a little help. Help? For what? To kill my husband. Vera, you... You're out of your mind. Am I? All right. Forget I ever mentioned it. If you're not man enough to face facts, it's just too bad. But... But, but murder... Oh, it's easy, I tell you. The way I've planned it, it's perfect. No one could possibly find out. It's so simple, it makes me wonder why I didn't think of it before. Oh, no, 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 Vera. It's out of the question. You won't even listen to what I have to say? No. Then turn round and let's go back. But... But you're asking me to... My husband's got money, George, and a great deal of money. We'll go away together, Paris, the tropics, just you and I. And we'll really live. Live? With that on our conscience? Conscience? You talk about a conscience. Your conscience doesn't bother you much when you see another man's wife. Oh, you can be cruel when you want to be. I know what I want, and I take it when I want it. Ought to realize that by now. I tell you, I've got a plan for the perfect murder. It can't miss. We'll be absolutely safe. You can either listen to me or take me home for good. kind of plan do you have? I can't understand why you insisted on our driving upstate today, Vera. I was looking forward to having dinner in town. But I know the most wonderful place, Frank. It's only a few miles from here. The city's been stuffy lately without you. Oh. Did you miss me while I was away? Like mad. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> now, keep your eye on the road, darling. We don't want any accidents. Uh, make a right turn up there, dear. But we're on the main highway now. Follow my directions, darling, and we won't get lost. <laughs> You're the doctor. Vera, it's it's true we haven't been married very long, but uh, I must say uh, you haven't shown much interest in my past. Do you have any deep, dark secrets? <laughs> well, not exactly. It seems to me that a wife ought to be just a little interested in her husband's background and his family. But you told me you hadn't any family. Well, as a matter of fact... Frank? Yeah? Look at that poor man standing in the road waiting for a lift. Oh, hitchhiker, apparently. Well, let's give him a break. Oh, I don't usually like to pick up hitchhikers. We can't pass him up. My conscience will be absolutely haunting if we do. <laughs> all right, all right. You certainly do have your whims. Like a lift, mister. Uh, how far are you going? Oh, just a few miles up the road. Oh, well, uh, a few miles will help. You can get in the back. Thanks, lady. I'm on my way to Albany. Uh, haven't had too much luck on the road up to now. Must be tiresome waiting for people to give you a lift. Oh, I don't mind. I've been doing it for quite a while. Sorry, we're not going much farther. That's all right. I I appreciate it anyway. Oh, Frank. Uh, what is it, dear? Stop the car. Stop? What for? 
Look, I, I think I've made a terrible mistake. What's the matter now? I haven't been up this way in so long. I'm afraid I made you take the wrong way. There's a farmhouse just behind those trees. I'll go in and ask if we're on the right route to the New England Inn. Never mind, dear. You stay where you are. I'll go. Oh, <sighs> be careful. There may be brambles. I'll be all right. Quick. Get into the front seat, George. Oh, fear, I, I, I can't go through with it. Are you turning chicken-hearted on me? I've never even seen you before. How can I kill a man? You'll either go through with this or so help me you'll never see me again. Don't you see how simple it is? We've checked everything thoroughly, haven't we? Yes, but... We know that farmhouse is deserted, and there's rarely any traffic on this road. No one in the world could possibly suspect... He's coming back. Start the car. Beer. If I knew how to drive, I'd do it myself. Start the car, you fool. No one at home in that farmhouse. Hey, what's the idea? Hit him. What? Where are you going? Hey! Fear. He's lying on the road behind us. Back up. What? Back up over him. You've got to. Make sure he's finished. I, 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 I can't, Vera. You idiot, you're ruining everything. Back up, do you hear? All right. Stop the car. Look at you. Oh, get out and start walking. Leave the rest to me. For heaven's sake, pull yourself together when you go back to town. I'll try. It's finished. The rest is easy. Aren't you glad now that you listen to me? Mrs. Bascom? Yes? I'm Detective Haynes, police department. <laughs> police? I'm very sorry to trouble you this way. I know what a difficult time you're having... But there are one or two questions. Routine. I, I told everything to the motorcycle policeman when he... He found us. Well, you were so hysterical at the time, he didn't quite understand you. That's why I'm here, to, to verify the facts. We were driving north. And we were supposed to stop off for dinner at the New England Inn. That's why you were on that side road, is that it? Yes. Near the farmhouse. One of the tires blew up. Yes, we, we found the mail. My husband left the car to investigate. The flat was in the back. The car was on a hill. As he bent over behind the tire, the car crushed him to death. What did you do when the car began to move? I can't drive, but I pulled at the wheel, and the car slid into that ditch where it was found. You touched absolutely nothing inside the car except the wheel? I told you I, I couldn't drive, officer. Yes, we know that, Mrs. Bashkin. The circumstances made it necessary for us to investigate every aspect of the case. I, uh, I guess the handbrake could have slipped. It, it's happened before. Handbrake? Well, we found the handbrake on, but not completely set. I'm afraid Mr. Bashkin was a bit careless and, uh, Carelessness of an automobile is not very healthy. If, if you have any more questions, please get them over with. No, no, no. That, that's that's all I wanted to ask you, Mrs. Bashkin. Well, I'll turn my report in and mark it 
accidental death. Vera. I told you not to come to the house so soon. No one saw me, Vera. I... I just couldn't stay alone by myself. I had to have someone to talk to. All right, all right. Sit down and relax. You look terrible. Vera, is everything all right? Of course everything's all right. Could be better. The police have closed the case. They even felt sorry for me, the poor dears. They were sweet. Well, then, we have nothing to worry about? Nothing at all. It was perfect. No one in the world could suspect us. I'll feel better after a while. I mean, give me a few days to straighten myself out. I'll be all right, Vera. What you need is a drink. Yes, I could stand one. So could I. The funeral was a terrible bore. Thank goodness it's over. What do you have, George? Scotch or rye? George? Scotch. It's snowing outside. It started when I came in. I... Like the suburbs very much. Let's live here, Vera, when we're married. Anything you say, darling. Will you take it straight? George, I said, will you take it? Vera. What is it? Vera. Come here. What's the matter with you? Out there. On the road. What? I. I saw him, Vera. Standing there, in the snow. George, will you make sense? Who did you see? Your husband, Vera. I saw your husband. From the beginning of time, there have been those who tried to compare the human mind with some well-made machine. And perhaps it's true. For the workings of the intellect are as delicate and as intricate as any mechanism could possibly be. There is one essential difference, however. A machine has no conscience. Get hold of yourself, you fool! He... he was standing there, Fear. I... I swear I saw him. Frank is dead and buried. There's no one on that road, and there wasn't before. Your husband... Oh, for heaven's sake, George, stop talking like a child. Your nerves are getting the better of you. You need a little rest. You think it was my imagination? If you'd just be calm for a moment, you could answer that question yourself. Yes. Yes, you're right. I, I didn't see anything, really. Oh, I don't know what's happened to me, Vera. I feel confused, afraid. What's there to be afraid of? A ghost? Don't say that. Oh, really, George? How can you be so ridiculous? I'm going home. Wait. You're in no condition to go home alone. Oh, I'm all right now. Look, I'll drive into the city with you. We'll use Frank's car. What you need is a little relaxation. Your nerves are going back on you. Tell you what, we'll go somewhere. Some bar where we won't be recognized. I'll get my coat. Vera. Well, what now? Oh, nothing. Go ahead. Want to sit in the booth? I'd just as soon stand at the bar. All right. I'll see you in just a minute. Where are you going? I've got to make a phone call. Frank's partner. 
the matter with you? Must you jump at everything I say? Well, I... Just as soon you wouldn't leave me for long, that's all. Mama won't leave you, not if Mama can help it. Now snap out of it. Order me an old-fashioned. What'll be, sir? Oh, one old-fashioned, one straight rye. One old-fashioned, one straight rye. You've got quite a few people in here tonight, haven't you? <laughs> yes, we always fill up about this time, sir. I haven't seen you in here before, have I? Uh, no, I don't think you have. Mister, you feel okay? Yes, I'm fine. Why? Well, you, you, you look kind of pale. Oh, I had a cold for the past few days. It took a lot out of me. Oh, what you need is a rotten rye. Let me fix one up for you. No, a straight rye's fine. I tell you, this can't be beat. I even take it myself when... Hey. What's eating you, mister? That, that man at the end of the bar. What man? Tell him to go away. He's dead, I tell you. Tell him to go away. Mister, for the love of Mike. What's the matter, George? Vera. Is this guy your husband, lady? He's all right. Just nerves, that's all. I, I saw him again, Vera. I tell you, I saw him George, again. for heaven's sake. He was yelling about some guy at the end of the bar. There's nobody up there but the cashier. Here, thanks for your trouble. Much obliged, lady. Vera, I swear I saw him. Shut up. You better take him home, lady. He's in bad shape. He's had too much to drink. Take my arm, George. Sure you're able to drive? Yes, I can drive. Well, that was a pretty mess, I must say. You still don't believe I saw him? Must be going out of your mind. Maybe I am. Maybe that's what's happening to me. I don't know. George? Well? Do you know the penalty in this state for murder? What are you talking about? Would you like to see us both get the chair? Don't talk nonsense. Just keep on acting the way you have been. That's all we need. Just keep on seeing things. I'll both end up in quick time. Oh, don't talk that way. Maybe you're not worried about your own life, but I'm worried about mine. I planned this thing without a hitch. And now you're whining and slobbering our way right into the arms of the police. But why don't you believe me, Vera? He was standing there. I'll stake my life on it. He was standing there watching. And what else did he do? Rustle his wings and play a tune on his heart? Oh, I... I can't make you realize. That you've seen a ghost? Who do you think you're dealing with, a fool? Are you going nuts or me? Your imagination's running you ragged. You've lost your nerve and you're whimpering like a puppy. Well, I, I'm only human. What do you expect me to say and do when... When When what? Oh, let's not talk about it anymore, Vera. But we're going to talk about it. This is serious. If I hadn't come back to that bar when I did, you might have said just a little too much. As it is, I'm scared stiff that bartender might get suspicious. Oh, we won't remember us. We've never come to this part of town before. You and I have got to come to an understanding, George. What do you mean? Either you learn to control yourself and act like a man, or I can't take the chance of seeing you again. But you couldn't leave me now, Vera. Couldn't I? You'd be surprised. And my own life is at stake, baby. I could do anything. I... I'll be careful from now on, Vera. I promise I will only. Don't go away. You've simply got to take hold of yourself and forget that Frank Bascom ever existed. Oh, if I only could. You can and you will. Vera, let's 
Let's get away. Get away where? Anywhere. Even for a few days. Let's leave town. If I could only get out of town for a while, I know I'd be all right. Maybe that's not a bad idea. Yeah, suppose I drive back to my apartment and get some things, and then we can drive to your home and pick up what you need, and we'll leave. You mean tonight? I've got to get away, Vera. I can't stand here any longer. I'll go crazy if I do. I picked a fine lover. What have you got running up and down your spine, jelly? Vera, will you do as I ask? It doesn't seem to be much choice. <laughs> I'll be all right in a day or two. You'll see. A different atmosphere, a different city. Look... We can drive south. Maybe make Miami if we try. It's only two days' drive if you keep at it. Hmm. Miami wouldn't be bad right now. No one will know us there. We can swim and dance and pretend that that nothing's happened. What do you say, Vera? How about it? All right. But I don't see any reason to start at this hour. We can stop over in Washington or someplace like that, but I've got to leave right now. I've got to, Vera. Turn around and drive back to your apartment. We'll leave for Miami tonight. You don't believe in ghosts? Well, neither did Vera and George until... But listen as the clock moves on. I'll park over here and run upstairs. It'll only take me five minutes at the most. You sure you don't want me to go up with you? That isn't a good idea for the hotel clerk to see us together. Well, don't tell me you're getting smart at last. <laughs> now that we've decided to leave, I feel 100% better, Vera. I'm beginning to feel like myself once more. Keep up the good work. I'm liable to start liking you again. Hurry now. Oh, I will. Oh, good evening, Mr. Bailey. Good evening, Harry. It sure is snowing, huh? Yes. There's a gentleman been asking for you. He's waiting upstairs. He's been waiting a long time. What? What does he look like? Hmm? Oh, uh, about this tall... Then, 45, maybe. Ah, oh, there he is now, coming down the stairs. He wanted... No. No, it's... It's him. I've got to get out of here. Mr. Bailey. George. George. George, what is this? He's in there. Who? Frank. Are you crazy? Oh, Joe Clark saw him, Vera. He's waiting for me upstairs. Did you see him too? No, but the clerk did. He told me he did. How do you it... know it wasn't someone else? It could have been someone else, you know. A friend might have dropped in. It was Frank, your husband. I know it was. <laughs> but we'll get away. This time we'll make sure to get away. George, you're driving too fast. The streets are slippery. I'll get away from him if it's the last thing I do. I... Vera, look behind us. What? There's a car back there. We're being followed. I can see him through the glass. George, be careful. Slow down and let me out of here. If this is it, I'm willing to face it. I'm tired of being hounded. We'll get away from him now or never. You're doing 70, George, for heaven's sake. 70? I'll do 80. I'll fly if I have to. So help me, I'll... George, no! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it!
Well, that's quite a mess. They were going pretty fast, officer. I was right behind them. They're both unrecognizable. I tried to reach them, but I couldn't. But I could see they were both dead. Callahan, get hold of the morgue. Right, sir. Yeah, just one stupid driver after another. One of these days, some people will get it into their heads that a motor car is no tricycle. The roads were slippery, and they were in a hurry. Yeah, looks that way. Well, let's get the facts. You the only witness? Yes. We'll need you to testify. Very well. Uh, better give me your name. My name is Bascom. Bascom? Oh, it's funny. What is? I ran into another case the other day. Guy in his car. His name was Bascom, too. Frank Bascom. I know. What do you mean, you know? Frank Bascom was my brother. My twin brother. story of George and Vera as recorded by the clock. Yes, retribution can be a ghost, and a lively ghost at that. And its bony finger can be a substitute for justice. A clock will be heard again next week, same time, same station. It is written by Lawrence Clee and stars Hart McGuire as the clock. In this program, you heard Nigel Lovell as George and Margaret Christensen as Vera. Others were John Tate as Detective Haynes, Don Crosby as Frank, and Gordon Glenwright as Bascom. The Clock, directed by John Saul, is a Grace Gibson radio production.